0: Welcome to today's Intelligent Medicine Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Ronald Hobner. Today we're going to talk about uh, a heart problem, but we often talk about uh, cholesterol and statins, and uh, that's one form of cardiovascular disease that contributes to heart attacks. But uh, a much ignored problem, and a problem we haven't talked about too much here on Intelligent Medicine, is CHF, congestive heart failure. And as our technology improves and more and more people uh, survive heart attacks, uh, in the past there was a high fatality rate, but more and more people are surviving and going on to uh, advanced years. Uh, Unfortunately, we're seeing uh, an uptick in CHF, congestive heart failure, and that can be a very debilitating condition. Today's guest is uh, naturopathic practitioner Jane Jansen. Uh, She's at the Tree of Life wellness center in massachusetts and uh, jane has an interesting perspective on this because he, she's looked at heart problems from both sides of the fence uh, she was a chief of the non-invasive cardiology lab At the Miriam Hospital in Providence, Rhode Island, which does testing and research and also taught and trained students for the cardiology lab at Newport Hospital in Newport, Rhode Island. And uh, now she's uh, switched gears to take a more natural approach at the Tree of Life Wellness Center uh, using uh, naturopathic orientation to help patients with cardiovascular problems, so uh, welcome, Jane. It's a pleasure having you on Intelligent Medicine. Thanks for joining us.
1: Oh, thank you so much for inviting me.
0: It's my great pleasure. Uh, so, first of all, you know, give us a little uh, bit of background on how you made the switch. Uh, you were, you had a uh, rewarding career. Uh, looking at things from the conventional side, you know, with testing and evaluation of patients with uh, heart problems. And uh, then you made the leap to more to more of an integrative approach.
1: Uh, yeah, I think, you know, I loved working in the hospital. I loved doing research. Uh, it was um, re- very rewarding uh, seeing some of the new technology that came along. But through the years, um, kind of had The same experience with a lot of my different patients I was working with, hearing from them, is this as good as it gets? I mean, this is, I'm not having quality of life. Yeah, they're extending my life, but I'm not having quality of life. And is there a better way to do this? Um, But... Conventional medicine, unfortunately, that's not kind of what they're about, looking at herbs and vitamins and dietary changes and lifestyle changes and stress and all the things that go into making us up as far as our health, Um, you know, uh, results from that, you know, be it good or bad. Um, and so, uh, fortunately, my husband, uh, who is from Holland, was um, a naturopathic doctor, uh, now retired, but um, got into it because of him, and uh, introducing me to um, all the amazing things that can happen when you allow the body to have the right tools and uh, to uh, repair itself.
0: Indeed. And and it'd be one thing if uh, we were making tremendous advances in the treatment of congestive heart failure, such as there was, would be no need for uh, natural interventions. But uh, what's the state of the art with uh, current therapies for CHF?
1: Right now, um, a, a lot of the treatments are basically working on the mechanics um, as a result of CHF. Um, and this is where, you know, there's certain medications that they will use, uh, like beta blockers or um, ACE inhibitors, uh, digoxin, I mean, basic diuretics uh, for the fluid buildup. Um, but they're more managing as opposed to helping to repair and to prevent further deterioration down the road. And this is where actually looking at a lot of things naturally, uh, in particular aged garlic extract, I've done a lot of research into uh, the benefits um, of actually repairing uh, so that you're not, um, you know, you're actually getting better, not just uh, slowly deteriorating.
0: And this is actually one of the surprising benefits of uh, aged garlic extract, uh, which, uh, you know, we know to be beneficial for blood pressure. Okay, that can help. And we know it helps circulation. Uh, but I believe recently there was a, a paper on its application to CHF, which we'll get, we'll get into later. But, you know, first, uh, I'd like you to frame the problem a little bit. You know, how, how big a problem is this? How many people in the U.S. have congestive heart failure? How, how pervasive is it?
1: Yeah, unfortunately, it's probably one of the most common diagnoses in hospitals today uh, in patients over 65. Uh, approximately 6 million Americans have congestive heart failure. Uh, one in nine deaths um, contribute heart failure as a cause, uh, and about 60 to 70% of newly diagnosed and hospitalized heart failure patients will die within five years
0: and i imagine it's it's a very significant risk factor for bad outcomes with covid right because uh, these people are are very vulnerable when they when they get sick
1: yeah it certainly doesn't help <laughs> Right. um and and for on on a lot of different levels um that there's such an inflammatory response to covid um both in the circulatory system uh as well as you know the whole immune system that the uh, lungs um the kidneys uh it it significantly does put them more at risk
0: Indeed. So, uh, let's define it. You know what what you, what actually is happening when people have congestive heart failure, and uh, how might they uh, become aware of it?
1: Uh, well, basically, it's, it's a you know it's a serious, progressive condition where the heart muscle is less able to contract or structurally limited in its ability to fill with blood. And what happens is the heart's pumping action can't keep up with the body's demand. So, therefore, the heart can't bring enough oxygen and nutrients to the cells of the body. So, the heart compensates by beating faster, which takes less time for for refilling after it contracts. But over a long term, um, less blood starts circulating and um, extra effort has to be... Uh, that, taken on by the heart, uh, which can lead to other problems, including arrhythmias and heart palpitations. Um, And as the heart chamber enlarges to make room for extra blood, uh, the walls of the heart can become stiff and thickened. um, And then the lungs can fill with fluid um, and causes shortness of breath, weakness, swelling. Um, Basically, it's from capillary leakage, um, which really leads to decreased quality of life.
0: And I understand there, there's some variants of it. There's seems to be, although this is usually not purely the case. It's often mixed. But there's left sided failure and right sided failure. for my you know, recollection in uh, medical school.
1: Ah, uh, yeah, um the the left heart occurs when the left ventricle can't pump blood to the rest of the body, and so the fluid backs up and leaks into the lungs, which again causes shortness of breath. With right heart failure, um this occurs when the right ventricle can't adequately pump blood to the lungs. and again, blood and fluid may back up in the veins and deliver um, that deliver blood to the heart. Um, and this again can cause fluid leakage into the tissues and organs and you can actually have both sides of the heart uh, Fail at the same time
0: mm-hmm. And how do people get there? You know, what what are some of the pathways towards? Uh, congestive heart failure. I imagine that there are several ways that you can progress towards CHF
1: Yes um, Coronary artery disease is one of them, Uh, high blood pressure, those are probably the two most common. So so in other words, if
0: if you've had a heart attack, and say you recovered from a heart attack, but maybe it knocked out a significant part of your heart muscle, that's a setup, right, for CHF? Okay.
1: Absolutely. Um, Chronic high blood pressure that's not being uh, managed well. Um, Some people um, that uh, have longstanding alcohol abuse. Some people with heart valve problems, um, inflammation of the heart, uh, heart muscle itself, um, myocarditis, uh, which is often caused by viral or bacterial infections, or even heart arrhythmias. Um, Some people with sleep apnea um, puts a lot of strain on the heart. Mm -hmm. uh, And again, they're not oxygenating well. Um, and then various autoimmune disorders like lupus and sarcoidosis mm-hmm. can be a factor.
0: Okay. And so it, this is a, a usually an age-related condition, but it can afflict uh, younger people, particularly if they have, uh, say, a viral infection of the heart muscle, right?
1: Yes. Um, And particularly, um, again, COVID put more people at risk for that. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, various types of viruses that can get into the system. Um, But COVID was one of them. But that COVID also increased that inflammatory aspect of the um, arterial walls.
0: Okay. Uh, Now, uh, it is said that uh, hormones play uh, a role in, in causing the blood vessels to constrict. I I think, are you referring to uh, a blood test that's sometimes performed for CHF, which is called the BNP blood test?
1: Uh, Yeah, that can be, um, again, often um, some of the things they're looking at is um, the adrenaline aspect, uh, the angiotensin, which is a hormone, um, of which um, this is where uh, certain medications are very uh, specifically Targeting um, the angiotensin, which causes the blood vessels to constrict, and this is um, smoking can also be a factor uh, as far as constriction of the blood vessels. Um, So, for some people, that's another risk factor. Um, Even um, they're finding vaping for some people Mm. can be an issue.
0: Yeah, Uh, yeah. It just uh, parenthetically, and you know, I just spoke to a a young man in my office. He's 27 years old, but. uh, he is, uh, I, I managed to convince him to stop vaping, uh, but now he's taking a lot of, uh, nicotine lozenges and, uh, you know, I did the math on that and he's getting about 60 milligrams of nicotine every day, uh, from the lozenges that he keeps uh, chewing on. And I said, well, you know, uh, yeah, maybe you should come back a little bit. Uh, you know, yeah. <laughs> Right. Uh, I mean, it's certainly he's advanced from, you know, messing up his lungs by vaping. But uh, nicotine still can can constrict the blood vessels can be a problem if you take too much. Uh, OK, so uh, you know, there's there are certain lifestyle things that you can do if you have congestive heart failure. Uh, you know, let's start with diet. Uh, what are some of the things that we ought to be looking out for?
1: Uh, got to be careful of um, the amount of coffee uh, that you consume in a day um, the American Heart Association recommends to limit um, coffee to one to two cups per day but you're also looking at caffeine and, and that's interesting because
0: because c- they generally say that you know, coffee is good for the heart but th- this is an exception to that rule right because it, it the yeah. heart pumps too fast and then it has inefficient pumping and it gets in the way of uh, uh, mobilizing the, the blood right
1: Yes. Um, And then also, um, you know, to be careful of taking the non-steroidal anti-inflammatory medications like Mm. ibuprofen, Motrin, leave um, because they actually can raise the blood pressure. For, you know, take them once in a while, maybe not a huge deal for most people, mm-hmm. but with people with uh, congestive heart failure, they're much more sensitive to it. Um, and so, what you're trying to do is not raise the blood pressure. You're trying to keep the blood pressure down. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, um, you know, they can uh, just. Um, irritate, again, the lining of the blood vessels, in particular the endothelium.
0: Right. Uh, you know, and what about uh, fluids in general? I mean, is it a good idea to restrict fluids? I mean, you know, most people are walking around in a state of dehydration, but uh, excess uh, fluids can, can overwhelm the heart, you know, if the heart's not pumping efficiently.
1: Yes, um, as well as the lungs. And so this is where you are got to be a little bit careful of your fluid intake, kind of pay attention to it. I wouldn't be doing a lot at one time, you know, minimally throughout the day. That's a conversation you can have with your doctor about, but also be careful of Uh, your salt intake. Salt and sugar uh, regulate our uh, fluid sometimes, and so particularly with the kidneys. So, um, and a lot of people with high blood pressure or congestive heart failure also have kidney issues, and so the regulation of fluid becomes challenging there
0: as well. And and in fact, people do take uh, diuretics. Uh, So, you know, it, it, we're kind of getting past the notion that everyone should restrict their sodium intake. I mean, if you're very active and you're healthy, uh, and you know you sweat a lot, uh, you know you need sodium replacement. But people who have congestive heart failure, uh, the sodium buildup can cause them to uh, swell and retain water, and, and then they get in trouble
1: puts more stress on the heart um, as well as, again, increases fluid retention, which they already have a problem with. And I think a lot of people think of, you know, the food, the salt that they're adding to their foods, but not thinking about like nuts or chips or, yep. you know, if you go out to dinner, some yep. of the salt that mm-hmm. gets added into the foods or yep. already prepared foods. So you've got to be careful.
0: Here's an apocryphal story from the celebrity uh, side of things. Uh, Jimmy Cagney, uh, you know, he lived well into his uh, 80s. And, uh, you know, being Irish, he enjoyed a, a good corned beef sandwich. And uh, it was said that uh, he would, uh, despite being, he in a late in life, he had congestive heart failure. And despite being warned by his doctors to avoid salt, uh, he would light into a corned beef sandwich and then uh, end up being admitted for congestive heart failure.
1: Uh, sometimes it's hard to resist, but, um, you know, cause and effect. And this is um, just something that people just have to be very careful of as much as you, maybe moderation. If you're going to have some, have a little taste, but don't be, you know, woofing down a whole sandwich.
0: And, and, you know, another thing is, I mean, a lot of people kind of compulsively weigh themselves, you know, every day. And, it's, you know, doesn't make much difference, if, you know, up a, up a half a pound one day, down a pound the other day. Uh, But does it make sense for patients with CHF to jump on the scale to kind of see how they're doing?
1: Yeah, because, um, you know, fat weight doesn't go up and down that rapidly, but Fluid retention, water weight, um, can go up very dramatically within one day. You can go up five, you know, eight pounds in one day. And so if that is happening, it's something that people definitely want to call into their doctor and let them know, um, because they may have to make a change in their medication.
0: Indeed. All right, so let's circle back, because uh, we we talked about uh, some promising uh, new studies that suggest that... uh, age aged garlic extract has a beneficial effect on CHF. And I was actually kind of surprised to read that because, yeah, I know it has extensive benefits, but I didn't know that it could have an impact. And I think there was a study on, um, was it on the, the hypertrophy, the, the muscle thickness problem that develops with CHF?
1: Uh, yeah, I think a new study just came out about that, um, of which, again, I think it shocked the researchers uh, to find that it actually changed the thickness of the walls of the heart. Um, and so, again, um, uh, anything that can be helpful that is not going to be um, in pairing uh, the body's function or interceding with the medications because we don't want to have conflict with medication um, or other health issues. And aged garlic extract is one of the few supplements that across the board uh, not only helped um, in uh, um, keeping the uh, problem from getting worse, but actually helps in some of the reversal of um, congestive heart failure, including, again, even plaque buildup in the arterial lining um, and improving the uh, endothelial function, uh, which regulates the nutrients going uh, to uh, the cells as well as uh, getting rid of the toxins. And when you can repair that endothelial lining, they're finding that as a key component of aged garlic extract that is very beneficial.
0: Yeah, I have a summary of the study here. It was done quite recently. It was done in February 2020 in the Journal of Experimental and Therapeutic Medicine. Uh, Showed that chiolic aged garlic extract significantly lowered central blood pressure, pulse pressure, pulse wave velocity, and arterial stiffness. So, you know, we talk about hardening of the arteries, and it, it doesn't help if your heart's already weak for it to have to push against very stiff arteries. So if the arteries can relax and expand a little bit, uh, it may permit uh, additional blood flow throughout the body, even if your heart is working at uh, below capacity.
1: Yes. Um, and again, they have not found any issues with combining um, the aged garlic extract with other medications such as the beta blockers. Um, and um, some, it also helps to, again, improve blood pressure by uh, improving nitric oxide levels hmm. uh, in the body, in the blood vessels, which helps to get the blood vessels to open up a little bit more, um, and that helps to get the blood flowing better and to, um, again, reduce the blood pressure.
0: And and for those of you who are uh, classic movie lovers, you know, you you sometimes see the the murder plot in in some movies where uh, some guy with heart problems, uh, you know, keels over, and then uh, his wife or whoever's trying to do him in. Uh, you know he's he's reaching trying to grasp his his bottle of nitroglycerin you know which is an old fashioned medication been around since the the 30s uh, and they kick it away from him and then the guy you know gradually expires well that's the nitric oxide effect on uh, on the heart he's, it expands blood vessels enables people to weather these episodes and uh, that could be very important in CHF.
1: Yes. Um, and so, um, and again, gently, instead of forcefully trying to get those blood vessels to open up. And this is where consistency is really important when using aged garlic extract. Um, it's not something uh, that, like a nitroglycerin, you take you know, exactly. here and there mm-hmm. as needed. Um, it's something you're actually doing on a daily basis. It's a nutrient that is helping the body to become healthier.
0: And what sort of dosages is? and you know the different products available by the way uh cayola cage garlic extra i want to announce to our listeners uh is back on full script which is our online dispensary for a while they were having some uh supply chain issues but it's uh back and you can get a full range of products there at uh, full script just go to drhoffman.com and click on the store and it'll prompt you to uh to uh sign up for full script uh we have not no obligation to to buy anything i mean you can you can peruse it uh but the products are available there they're also available uh via kyolic.com and they're also available of course at all the major uh retailers local natural health retailers nationwide uh kyolic.com is their website uh so um which of the products is is there any product that's particularly suitable for congestive heart failure or any dosage uh
1: Fortunately, I think with the aged garlic extract formulas um, is that you really can't go wrong with any of them. Mm -hmm. Um, Most of them are going to be very beneficial because they all have the aged garlic extract as a basis. And then they'll add other nutrients in that um, target a little more specific areas. Um, One that I really like is the um, aged garlic extract formula 110 with coenzyme Q10. Mm-hmm. Um, and so CoQ10, uh, I find is, you know, it's one of those great antioxidants that, um, helps with cellular energy, um, oxygenation better, and particularly for somebody with congestive heart failure, that's something that's really important. Um, as well as, again, um, they found that it's helpful for cholesterol. Um, I believe they did a study, um, I don't remember exactly what year it was, with um, uh, firefighters and looking at their um, test results and found that even if they were on a statin drug, taking the aged garlic extract with coenzyme Q10, that they actually were reversing the plaque buildup in the arteries, and their cholesterol levels and blood pressure levels were coming down more significantly.
0: Okay, great stuff. Good introduction to the subject. Uh, As our listeners know, we divide our podcast into two parts. In part two, I'm going to to talk a little bit uh, to today's guest, uh, Jane Jansen, who's a, a naturopathic practitioner, but also has experience as chief of the non-invasive cardiology lab at a major hospital in Rhode Island. Uh, We'll talk a little bit about uh, how to know if you have congestive heart failure. We'll deal with topics like ejection fraction and uh, non-invasive testing. And we'll talk a little bit about uh, other ancillary supplements And lifestyle measures that can help patients with CHF. It's a condition that we have not yet vanquished. Uh, Yes, there are medications that can ameliorate it, but uh, it's best to use an integrative approach, uh, combining the best of both worlds when dealing with it. So we'll be right back with more. Today's guest, Jane Jansen from the Tree of Life Wellness Center in uh, Massachusetts. I'm Dr. Ronald Hoffman, and this is Intelligent Medicine Podcast.